didn't give them like <laughs> are we live we should be everything should be cushy i hope everyone can hear me loud and clearly please let me know if there's any problems in that regards people deluded i'm back again thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time first things first as always good morning to those of you like myself in the united kingdom good morning good afternoon good evening and in some cases good night Hope you're all in good spirits. Hope you've all got your health. Hope you're all ready to attack the week aggressively and, you know, achieve your goals, hopes, dreams, aspirations, all of those sort of things, um, you know. You can't do any of that with health, without health. So I hope everyone's got their health in all aspects of it and also love to extend that to your loved ones. And yeah, man, I know, you know, if you're a United fan, you're vexed about the performance. And if you're a Spurs fan and whatever, but fundamentally, there's very few things more importantly than life. But as long as you've got, you know, air in your lungs, you've got something that you can do about it. One love to everybody tuned in. Hope everyone's doing well and safe. As I said, hope everyone's in good spirits. Um, so, yeah, man, let me see what you lot are saying. Obviously, we're going to review the Premier League action, you know, addressing the elephant in the room, which is Manchester United in their form and where they go from it, people. Um, it's frozen, DG. I can't, I can't lie. I don't know why I'm frozen. Again, it seems like there's connectivity issues. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Do we still have the same problems, guys? Do we still have the same problems? Man said you're frozen. Way better. Back again. Apologies, people. But, you know, I came out of StreamYard and I came right back in. So it's sad, but all your comments are gone, man. Like, it's a shag. I have to go into the Twitch tab for that. So, yeah, man. One love to everybody that I can see in the comments, man. I just have, you know what? We just read them out same way, man. Appreciate that, you lot, for letting me know. Don't know, man. You know BT's a cock block in itself. Um, so, yeah, man, let me know if, if if there's any troubles. But moving forward, you know, you lot were in, you lot came in, you know, keep your comments and whatnot coming. I can't even bring bare your comments on screen, man. You know, P Mav is saying, a man said, under 12s, Sunday league coach. Uh, bro, you know, can't see you now. DG is frozen. Anyways, appreciate all the comments. It's lovely to see the engagement level so early in the morning. Big up you lot. Again, you're all back. You're all back. We're all good. So it looks like my laptop wanted to take Monday morning off as well, man. Again, I hope you're do, doing well and safe. One love to whoever got the voting thing going. Um, who's laughing at the voting poll, DG? Not a clue, man. But yeah, you lot keep doing what you need to do in that regards. As I was saying... You know, we're going to speak about the Premier League. Hard to not speak about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Manchester United and Liverpool absolutely blitzing them. I think, you know, it's not a, you know, it's not a game where I think you need to waffle on about statistics and formations and everything that went right or wrong. Now, everything for Man United went wrong. You know, couldn't even mess up the clean sheet. When you think of Manchester United, the minimum is turning up. The minimum is fighting, integrity, all of those things Alex Ferguson installed. None of them were were were, were showed yesterday. You know, to say Oli Gola Solskjaer is out of his depth is an understatement. You know, considering what happened against Atalanta, considering what's been happening, didn't learn his lessons, still went with that midfield pivot. As we keep saying, whenever we watch Man United, it became unstuck. You know, when you've got a non-existent midfielder, error-prone, And a shoddy, um, again, I think I think it's going to start freezing in that, but I hope you can all hear me. And a shoddy, and a shoddy attack, you're always going to be in problems. You're never going to, you know, you're never going to have a good team. <clears throat> I know when Paul Pogba came on, I mean, that's probably the worst, worst 15 minutes I've ever seen from Paul Pogba in any football he's played within the Premier League. You know, error, error leading to one of the goals and obviously sent off. You know, Harry Maguire again, bro, disastrous what I'm seeing. Sure, disastrous. Lindelof looked out of his depth. I don't think Wan-Bissaka was as bad in comparison to some of his teammates, but he struggled. Felt sorry for De Gea. As I said, Fred Tomine couldn't get near anybody in Liverpool's midfield. You know, the, the strikers at the game, I felt sorry for Greenwood, Rashford's decision-making's toilet. I actually feel Ronaldo tried people. Um, I think where Liverpool are concerned, 
I'm not going to say Liverpool didn't didn't respect um, United, didn't turn up and things. But to give credit to Liverpool, I don't think Liverpool were at their best. They took their foot off the gas in the second half. I did feel they could have conceded goals on another day as well, like Ronaldo showed before VAR. I just think they were better than Man United and stuff. And I feel considering that there was no Mane starting and obviously they went with Keita and obviously... Um, Jota, he's showing that, you know, people showed that he could rely on the squad. I think Canute, Dave, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong, when last did he start for Liverpool in the Premier League? If that's his first start, to say you've kept a clean sheet against Cristiano Ronaldo, it can only get better. Where Liverpool are, con are concerned, perfect. The only problem is probably that injury stuff, you know. Liverpool never had to be at their best. And to be honest with you, it's between Liverpool. Well, for me, we will go to Liverpool City. I think they just have that edge on Chelsea. I think Chelsea's in that, in that, in that, in that shout. Um, I don't think enough is being made of City. I feel the propaganda is going to Liverpool. But what can you stop? You know, Mohamed Salah, first player to away um, opponent to score a hat-trick at Old Trafford. You know, the midfield, Henderson bossed it. Keita bossed it. You know, Keita, where he's even suspect, bossed it. Milner went on the field, bossed it. Trent Alexander-Arnold bossed it. They all won their individual battles. Alisson had fuck all to do, pardon my language. It's atrocious. United were outmatched, outclassed, outbeaten in all aspects of the word, people. And, you know, it's looking brazy for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. How he comes back from this, I absolutely don't know. And I mean, United, again, there's no way around it. You know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, for what it's worth, I thought I was deluded. He said, I do believe in myself. I do believe I'm getting close to where I want. I want with this club. And I mean, him and Nuno were saying that sort of fighting language. And when you look at it, Liverpool played twice as many accurate passes as Manchester United. United's defensive ranks for this season, people, sees them 18th for clean sheets, 20th for tackles, 20th for errors leading to goal. And all we heard was Luke Shaw's the best left back in the league and all of this. And you never, you can't see any of it. He had to catch a straight. For Liverpool, it's been a big week. You know, blitzed Liverpool, blitzed Watford 5-0, 3-2 victory against Atletico. Wiped the floor with Manchester United 5-0, conceded two goals, scored 13. You know, again, Liverpool is scary. Klopp, scary. I mean, if Klopp wins the league again for me, I think he walks, you know. Man said Pogba was moving. Bro, Pogba was moving like an agent yesterday. Pogba was trying to get the man sat. Pogba was trying his best to get scapegoated, you know. You know the ones there? Like, Sunes was probably licking his lips when he saw, yeah, Pogba, error to go, yeah. We're eating today. Then he saw the red card, yeah, it's all Pogba's fault. Let's blame him for global warming as well. Um... You know, don't understand how there was no cover for Trent too. Rashford barely tracked back and their, their midfield marking was atrocious. Bro, you see the wickedest thing with me, yeah? I don't even want to focus on how poor United were because it's not going to give credit to Liverpool. Liverpool bopped them. One-twos, Firmino moving mad. Salah, bro, Salah didn't even, bro, Salah didn't even look, not that he weren't on it. He looked like he was calm in that game. Like, I'll get a little one goal, a little assist. He said, you know what, fuck it, let me stack pad and get some goals. You know, it looked like Jota was going to have the day and things. You know, Firmino balling today, um, well, yesterday. I think the wickedest thing were, Liverpool played lovely football, but they're just playing simple one-twos. United simply aren't looking over their shoulder like the man they are chasing shadows. Shaw is unaware. No one's talking. It looked like no one prepared. United's press was, was appalling. If you're not going to press with Ronaldo, other people need to press. When one man's pressing, it's alone. As I said, as long as that midfield pivot remains, United are going to have problems. Unbalanced midfield, error-prone defence, anonymous attack. You, you know, things you should never say about Man United. I felt sorry for Uncle Ferguson, you know. He's looking at the Mazzers. You know, shout out to un Uncle Kenny. Kenny Dalglish couldn't stop laughing at things and he's probably loving it. And, you know, the Liverpool fans were, you know, they're singing about Paul Scholes and these toll shenanigans. They're singing about Oli at the wheel. They're just moving. They're just moving mad. I think my night bot is drunk because we've watched Man United versus Liverpool. But my next bit of content is at 11.30 today, folks. Um, and what made it worse as well, Harry Maguire, like, obviously he came out after and said the right things but when he said stuff I think he said something like he said something like oh I don't want to be here I'm only here because I have to bro you're Man United um you're Man United captain you know if you man won at one five no you'd be the first you'd be you know headbutting man like you was headbutting man in Greece to get that interview first so go and face the music because you were shoddy and you've been shoddy you know don't know where Luke Shaw and, and Harry Maguire's form has left them. Don't quite know what Lindelof and the defence was on. Midfield was absolutely pulling. You know, they, they, they was absolutely tiring. And obviously, you know, there's no way around it. Life continues. No one died. You have to get back on it. And I actually felt sorry for if anyone lingered, you know, fans are shouting at him. Man, the man ain't even playing. Like, you can't even agenda him. At least, at least Lowski, a.k.a. Um, Sancho is safe. But... On a serious note, it's a it was appalling. Like if you it was a good watch along to, to do with you lot over on YouTube, but 
from a United perspective, they say it was piss poor would be doing it a compliment. It was, you know, games like that, everything's gone wrong. You know, you lost your individual battles, lost the 1v1 battles. Tactically, I don't know what's going on. Mentality, it was a myth. You know, going into this week, United had a lot of question marks anyways. Going into the last two games, having got over the line against Atalanta, would have fought for another thing. You know, Liverpool, Broski, Liverpool are terrifying, bro. Liverpool are scary in all stretches of the words, my guy. You know, like I said, I don't even think they were at their best. I don't think they had to be their best. I think there's simp there's a lot of gears to go up. I think the Liverpool kit, man, he could have taken off that kit and they can run it again. It's not dirty. Liverpool are scary. They're doing scary things. They've got scary players. Them and City running away with the league. I don't think you can sleep on Chelsea. It's an absolute madness. And then how can we forget Cristiano Ronaldo losing his head, just kicking up Curtis Jones? I don't know why Curtis Jones ain't moving mad. But, you know, that was the big, that was the most fight I saw anybody from Manchester United display. And again, anytime you say Manchester United without heart, boy, you know, Rio Ferdinand and Gary Neville, they're still trying to save Oli, but you can't deny the undeniable, man. They got, you know, Liverpool savaged them, put them in, a, not even a spliff, a blender. Like, you, you know, there's no coming back from that. Man should get sacked for that, really and truly. As I said, you know, United chasing shadows for the whole game, apart from when, you know, Liverpool just seemed to, sw not switch off, but took their foot off the gas, seemed to enjoy it in the second half, knew that the game was won. You know, again, the first 20 minutes was very exciting. You know, Liverpool, you know, if Bruno Fernandes scores his early opportunity, it might be a different game. But yeah, two goals in the first 20 minutes, what, four, three, four goals at half time, five nil end result. I'm not going to lie, I've seen what I've seen. I've seen Spurs rip United by a similar scoreline. You know, I've seen United take some heavy defeats. Defo, Defo post Alex Ferguson. But I, for certain, and I don't want to be reactionary, that was probably the worst performance I've ever seen. And this is coming from an Arsenal fan that's seen my team get embarrassed all up and down the country for years and years and years. But if I look at some of my notes, people, um, you know, don't understand the pop, the pivot. You know, again, there's not, there's no rationale Oli can say for to tell me that. And I know he he got sent off, but there's no rationale Oli could tell anybody that that justifies Pogba not starting even in that pivot ahead of one of Fred or Trent or, or man said Trent or McTominay. It weren't quite the Van Dyke versus Ronaldo game build up to be. Canute had a good debut. United simply not following runners. Liverpool just simply passing and moving. It's simple stuff. Like I said, more fight displayed when Ronaldo's kicking Curtis Jones. Um, Bruno missed that early strike. You know, one Portuguese man missed, the other one made sure he didn't. United gave cheap balls away. You know, it started very open and kind of end-to-end. You know, Cater's in good form. He's got three goals and two in the Prem. You know, it was a frantic opening 10 minutes, I felt. Shaw was terrible for the first two goals in particular. And Harry Maguire was, was, was snoozing. This is all my bullet points. Cheap and early goals United conceding. United's disjointed attacking press, limited midfield, error-prone defence. Greenwood, I felt safe for him, you know. Again, I did feel in the first half, Liverpool were giving away possession and there was a lot of space. United couldn't do anything. Firmino, Brazilian magic is all I got to say, people. Um, it was a fantastic game. And like I said, how Oli, I thought I was going to wake up to Oli Golasosha, be it, brother, trust me, we think the same. Great minds think alike. I definitely thought I was going to wake up today, my guy, and I thought he'd be sacked. As my man has said here, morning, DG, how he's not sacked is baffling. Trust, I thought he was going to, I thought definitely at 11 p.m., I was going to see Oli's been sacked. I thought in this morning I was going to go on the Athletic today and the title of this would have been Oli's been sacked, but it's not. I, I have to imagine Sir Alex Ferguson, somehow Paul Pogba, you know, Rashford feeds, feeds the kids. So Rashford's probably got elevated. Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm sure all of these individuals locked Oli in the room and said, well, go on, what's going on? You know, I would say Oli needs a drink. He probably needs some, he needs uh, several Ks, probably some white lightning and, and you know, some Ray and F, and he needs no mixer because, and that, that won't probably cure his headache because it's all mad where Man United are concerned. Terrible performance. Like I said, anytime you lose 5 0, you've been terrible in all aspects of the word. And like I said, Oli's a dead man running, walking from a footballing point of view. You'd imagine that. Oh, it doesn't look like he's going to get sacked right now. They gave him a new deal. It don't look like he's going to get sacked. You know, there must be people turning on him, even though even his closest of allies. But he's still clearly got people um, retaining faith. I don't know if, you know, I don't... The thing where United is, is a thing where the minute, you, you know, they, they were... I won't say flying high, but they were doing all right at the start of the season. I don't know if the minute Oli started looking shaky, people were putting the feelers out, whether that's the Conte, whoever, seeing what was going on. Equally, I don't know if in the background, people they have to be, people are drawing up shortlists of managers. 
indirectly talking with their agents. If they're doing all of that, then Oli Golasholsha's days are truly numbered. If they're not doing that and they've just woke up today and said, we need to do something about it, there's an issue. Now, I think that's what United should do. As someone who's not nothing to do with United, and I look at it, it looks like Oli's still got, quote unquote, a bit of time. There's still, while turning on him, there is some individuals that might be retaining faith within the individual um, and he will be allowed to keep his job, but everything's on a knife edge. I'm not going to say Tottenham, beating Tottenham means everything goes away, but if you beat Tottenham, that's some pressure off your back, really and truly. And for me, Oli just didn't learn his lessons from the Atalanta game. United's games are a carbon copy. Whether they're winning, losing or drawing, you see the same things. Sometimes they might scumbag a, a victory and it's all forgotten about. Or you get results that's needed like that. like that. And I think it's sad how United, some United fans at the point where, bro, it's not even that they're happy to lose or definitely get battered against Liverpool. But it's a thing where if it brings man one one step closer, just a, a tiny bit closer to Oli Gola Solskjaer being sacked, then people are saying that's a means to an end sort of thing. Um which is brazy. Obviously, after this, people, we go live at 11.30. Please make sure you've hit the like button over there on YouTube. Open up another tab. One love to the two people who have done such already, folks. Um, let me slap the link in there. I'm still here, folks. Again, just, I'll give you a lot of spoiler. Just when my intro was playing, I turned off my fan because I think it's early in the morning and it's quite cold. And for those who don't know, I normally spend the morning doing my content or writing it up in my dressing gown, but I had to turn the fan on. It's getting kind of blitz, people. But sitting back in this, in this, in this space, people. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it's just, it was terrible in all aspects of the word for Manchester United. So again, there's nothing more and more man can say. You know, I'd beg Alex Ferguson in as caretaker manager, bro. I can't lie, man. Le the man they need to leave Uncle Fergie alone, man. Leave him alone. Just let him manage. <laughs> like, get the Conte in or do what you need to do. But the next coach has to be really hands on. You know, telling that midfield what you need to do, telling that defence what you need to do, really trying to rid themselves of it. Because a mistake made more than once is a choice. I'm not saying any United player is going out there purposely to fail, but I say it about my team. When you're making these same mistakes, because again, you look at United's goals they concede. You know, they concede early goals, they concede cheap goals. If that isn't nipped in the bud and it's happening week in, week out, that's a choice. It doesn't mean you're purposely going out there. You're choosing not to fix this. You're choosing not to change your thinking behind it. You're choosing not to change your culture of that current 11 slash 25's outlooks towards defending. United, like Arsenal, don't pride defending because you don't concede goals like that if you do pride defending. You know, I think I saw Trent Alexander-Arnold has the same amount of Premier League assists now as Paul Pogba as well. Um, do you agree, DG, with the narrative that Ronaldo is a problem pressing-wise? I wouldn't say so because he can press. I'd say the problem is signing players just thinking it's a Ronaldo thing, slapping a man on the pitch and thinking the job's done. Ronaldo can press, as you saw. What can't happen is, you know, you need to think smartly about what you're doing. You know, he is very fit. I don't like to do the age thing, but the man's legs aren't. It's not like a, I don't know, a Greenwood and Rashford. They ain't got youthful exuberance where they can do it longer. So you need to pick wisely. He can press, but it's when you do it. Also, clearly they're telling Ronaldo not to press too tough, like what Juventus did and like what in, in Madrid, at Madrid, when he turned into this next phase of Ronaldo, he needs to conserve his, he needs to, um, conserve his energy so if you know you're going to have someone like that the rest of the team needs to be needs to be spot on and it's not he probably is the worst presser in the league so again the other 10 individuals what's going on i would say they're signing players and not knowing what's going on it's the typical thing with united signing van der beek what's happening you know pogba needs a, a new accessories probably more additional accessories than what apple bring out for their next um next edition phones and that sancho's coming you have to apply oli tax so man are buying players and on top of them needing to stand up to be counted, you're not understanding what you're trying to do with these guys, people. You know, you're not, again, running for the running sake is never praised for me. But if, you're, you know, United are not running, you need to get, a, you, you know, when you're not running, the defensive stats are, are look, looking like that. I'm sure the pressing stats can't be positive. It's crazy. They need, they need trainers. You know, they need hands-on coaches. Someone that's got a philosophy. Oli ain't got that. I see the Cardiff job is up now because Mick McCarthy's been sacked. You man need to drive Oli there. And probably leave Maguire with you. That entire coaching staff looks lost, though, scrolling on the iPad looking for answers. To be honest, I think it's them man managing and not Oli still, so I might blame them. I can't lie. Great, wait, great weekend for us, Chelsea fans. Spurs got packed, Man United got packed. Try, I've, as an Arsenal fan as well, I've just been abusing my friends. Like, no one's answering my calls, no one's doing nothing. 
Bro, Firmino was a baller. Man was just playing street ball, just ripping man yesterday. Firmino, bear man, the thing is, I don't want to be disrespectful to Liverpool, but it's genuinely like them man didn't take it seriously. They were taking it like it's Watford. And to be fair, I like that with Liverpool because they got a swagger and, you know, I don't know who wins the league in it because I think people, are, I don't know, but it's like no one makes noise on City. I think everyone gives a lot of flowers to Liverpool. Can't say no. Mo Salah is there. They're playing well. You know, didn't even start Mane. Mane was killing me as soon as he come on the pitch. Not trying to pass to Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones not trying to pass to him. You know, Liverpool are ridiculous. The only thing with Liverpool is how they rebuild the squad because everything is very much here for the present. You know, Salah's 29, Mane's a similar age. They're not, I'm not saying they're, they're past it, but they're present players. They're not going to be here for the future. Saying that, I think Salah can do it for a number of years. You know, I wouldn't say his game is reliant on pace. It makes a massive difference. But yeah, man. It is what it is in that regards, man. So, yeah, away from that and trying to focus on some other football, make sure you're following up the thing and all of that. We focused a lot on Man United there. You know, all I will say with most salaries, I don't, I know 400 bags is a lot of money and you, in a couple of years he might not do it and there's a lot of factors to consider. But, I mean, if there's anyone worth giving a deal and probably putting yourself in that financial issue, it has to be most salary. And if, 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 if Liverpool aren't going to do that, they need to make sure they're scouting the next talisman because, you know, salary is everything. I mean, the man's a, to say he's a Premier League legend, it's, it's understated really and truly. I mean, he's the best player within the world at, at this moment in time with, uh, with, with Benzema and Lewandowski and that. He's definitely the best player in the league. Like what? If you was to say the best player in the league at a time, it was probably unanimous, unanimously agreed as Kevin De Bruyne. And if Kevin starts playing well, it's him again. But... You know, I don't think Kevin De Bruyne can chat to Salah at this moment in time. I think there's a massive golf in class. You know, Salah's got everything, plus the clutch moments. Like I said, Salah looked like he wasn't even... Not that he weren't down for it yesterday, but he, he weren't trying to get a hatchet. You man gave it to him. So, yeah, it is what it is. But where that's concerned, people, um, Manchester United nil, Liverpool 5, Liverpool 5, Man United nil, Tottenham Hotspur lost a goal to nil against West Ham, Leicester 1-2-1 one, one against Brentford, Telemann scored an absolute screamer and James Madison finally got off the, the score sheet, people. That cancelled out as... Um, Zankers, Zankers equalised at the point. So, yeah, and then obviously Leicester having won. We've got them on the weekend, which we'll review on Friday. Crystal Palace just can't get the rubber the green, really and truly. VAR denied, VAR denied them. And obviously a fantastic goal by Callum Wilson. Acrobatic finish um, from Callum Wilson denied the Benteke opener and Crystal Palace dropped points. And personally, for me, don't get it twisted. Big up Vieira. I think there's a blueprint. There's everything. But I said it now and I'll say it again. I think when you look past the sentiment and actually what's happening, people are gassing it. I can't lie. People are gassing it. They've got one win in like seven, eight games. They're dropping points. Staying in the league is still the priority and they've started well, but we've got another 20 odd, 30 games potentially left of the season, but what 20 something, because I think we've played eight, nine games again. Um, my maths is poor. Um, so there's a lot of narratives to be spanned, but yeah, if you keep dropping points, there's an issue. Josh King moving absolutely mad. You know, Everton took the lead, but ended up losing five goals to two against Watford. You know, Josh King hat-trick against his former loan club. Emmanuel Dennis finding a way to score as well. Again, Watford were just moving mad. And the week before, there was a lot of question marks over Watford and what they're doing and how they're moving and whatnot. You know, it looks like they got slapped five against what against Liverpool and they thought, let's take our anger out and... You know, I would like them to stay in the league because I like Watford. They're, they're Arsenal's local local ping people. You know, we our training grounds are the same. Would like Ranieri to stay in the league. Leeds are in trouble. Low-key Leeds and Leeds are in trouble. No one's talking about it. We got Leeds on Tuesday, but they're in trouble, people. They needed a late penalty from Rodrigo to snatch all, um, all points against Wolves again. Semedo um, wants to count himself, you know, probably needs to slap himself in the head, people, really, because Semedo, you know, it was he was a hero and then he turned himself into a villain, really and truly. I mean, the, the, the Wolves player, Lee Shan, the South Korean international, he seems to have found his feet. Wolves player seems to have found his feet for Leeds. They can't buy a win. You know, shout out to the young striker, Joe Gerhard, who came on. You know, I think he won the pen. Well, he started, got his first start. Sorry, he worked hard. He's a good player. He's been at Wigan before. Those of you who saw my youth videos and saw us talking about him, yeah, and to be fair, I'm quite kind of scared of him going into Arsenal's game on Tuesday because these are the sort of man you play with. When your team's playing poor, you play man with a point to prove. And there's a couple of youngsters on the bench here and there for, for, for Leeds, man. You look at Somerville, who's been getting minutes. You look at Gerhard, who came on. Apologies, he didn't start. 
Cresswell's on the bench, Charlie Cresswell, and they've got Cody Demao as well, who I think, you know, they signed in the summer. So they've got some quality players, um, but they need to win games. Southampton and Burnley drew 2-2 as well. Levermento, again, I had him on my FPL bench. Needs to bring him to Arsenal. Probably returns to Chelsea some point. Maxwell Kone brace, including a good volley. Borja scored a good goal, but he should have had an assist. I don't know how Redmond has missed a tap-in, and he seems to do that all the time. Brighton lost 4-1 against Manchester City. Manchester City, Chelsea and Liverpool are laughing, especially where you're Liverpool. Obviously, as well, I know the sen sentiment is focused on how poor Chelsea are. I mean, how poor uh, Man United are. But going into this week, you know, if you're Chelsea and you're Man City, you're looking at Liverpool to maybe, quote-unquote, drop points. And they didn't, so it's big credentials for Liverpool. And it's obviously good from both of the other teams because they knew they had to be ruthless. Like, I actually feel it's a weird Premier League week. Fantastic in terms of the goals and the um, qualities and things, but... I just feel Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, they were handed these goals and it's it's testament to their team. If you, you know, if you give them a chance, they will take it. But I don't think they will had to be at their best. I think they've all smacked these teams up and they none of them have had to be at their best. I've seen these teams work harder in the occasional times they drop points and it's testament to when these teams up it, they're different and maybe I'm going a bit too far, but is it a top three now? And then it's, it's whatever. Like, is it top three with... Sentiment can change, but Chelsea, City, obviously Liverpool, fourth was United's, and it still could be United's mathematically, but they seem to have made it an open. Someone can grab that like Royal Rumble lucky dip thing, and then and it is what it is. But I just think when you look at the table, there isn't too much separating things. I think you've got the top three running away with things. I think from fourth to mid-table, there isn't much. And I think from 14th to the relegation zone, there isn't much. So points, everything, there's a lot of fluctuation and, and things chopping and changing. Um, You know, Phil Foden had a great game, didn't, didn't he? You know, obviously, I think they were they handed him that own goal, really. I mean, that goal. I, I think what happened to strike is finished. But who cares? You know, the star boys stood up to be counted. Smith Rowe, Foden, Mason Mount, all doing well for their clubs, respectively. Um, and just some notes on the on the City game. You know, Gundogan and Foden was good. Gab Jesus, again, does some fantastic skills and fantastic trickery. He needs to learn to start scoring goals. You know, Brighton ultimately lost because of individual mistakes, in my opinion. You know, Sanchez was bugging out. Coriella bugged out. Lewis Dunk bugged out for at least two of the goals. Shambolic, the way they got hit on the counter. The way City were moving it from front to back. I did feel second half Brighton. You saw the real Brighton that's been there this season. But yeah, I think Grealish was a bit meaty. I think Bernardo Silva had a solid game. And yeah, man, you know, I think the Brighton subs injected something. Obviously, Lamptey burnt Grealish alive with some trickery. You know, their strikers won the strikers won the foul. Um, their strikers won the penalty. And obviously, McAllister has finished it. And at least they've messed up the clean sheet for um, Manchester City. But excluding that, you can't say there's too much more to say, people. It was a quality game to watch, really. Brighton will count themselves unlucky. Unusually, they were quite poor defensively, in my humble opinion. What other notes have I got? Um, my notes on Chelsea. Again, Chelsea ran riot. They were on 7-0. There's what more can you say? They're playing the bottom. They they're playing the bottom table and um, bottom of the table, and they showed it. You know, again, if Chelsea are going to fight Liverpool and and City for the title, I don't think they'll outscore them. But if it does come down to goal difference, they need to make sure they're scoring goals. So to, for a team that's been struggling to score goals generally by their standards, to blitz them seven nil, I don't think Havertz took his opportunity. I think you know Loftus Cheek, Loftus Cheek looked good off the bench and got a good assist. It's a Mason Mount hat trick. What can you say? There's been a lot of question marks over his goal scoring like I don't know if it's true but when I was doing my watch along one of you lot said he hasn't scored in 25 games so that's a bit mad still um and he got a hat trick really Callum Hodgson Adoy had a very good game you know Kovacic running the show you know Cobham boys running riot you know in the in in Callum Hodgson Adoy Reese James and Mount fantastic for Chelsea to have academy grad, uh, graduates doing that I don't think anybody's given enough clout to Reese James's finish. That was a fantastic chip, if I'm honest with you. Um, you know, obviously Norwich showed why they're going down. Can't see what they're on. No, no, it just seemed to be very naive. Task made harder by the red card as well. I felt sorry for Tim Crew. He looked like the only player that seemed to be about it and doing a thing really and truly. But they're showing why they're going down. In our current current state, we should be worried about every game. That just shows that Norwich doesn't have any ambitions by keeping Falco in the job. Top four coming back, Spurs in the mud again, Arsenal in the mud, Leicester are not serious, Bonner top six, in top six, big six return of, in, of top four. I hear that. 
Man United is not worthy of top four right now. They have to earn it. Everyone needs to earn it. And four, man said fourth is West Ham's thing. It's looking like it. Credit to David Moyes. I would like them to do it if we can't, which we can't. Didn't know winning the Cat Yaraba gets you into the Conference League. Something Arsenal needs to take seriously. Top four is still a shout. We have to capitalise now. But again, Arsenal, it doesn't matter. Because at some point, as you said, you need to capitalise now. Yeah, when we when you sit there and you beat and you beat Aston Villa, fair play. But what if that this United result or whatever happened two weeks ago? Suddenly, it makes it key. You know, if you why didn't you turn up against Brighton? Why didn't you turn up against, against Palace? Yeah, we beat Villa. But if, again, ifs and buts are not a thing. But if you got six points, you put yourselves in a good position. And we're going to drop more points in similar fashion. And other people are going to do the same. It's just like last season. I said it then and I say it now. You had to try really hard not to get top four last season because everybody was flunking it, really. You know, man said Kevin De Bruyne's best days are behind him. <sighs> oof, oof. I never really liked to doubt of quality players, but yeah, man. Pep explained how pressing needs to be done collectively and in particular situations. Can't see Oli coaching anything to that extent, bro. I swear I, I saw Cavani trying to tell Oli how they should play. Bro, Ronaldo's going to manage the team soon, man. De Gea coming out and saying they played like kids says it. Oh, and I mean, what can he say? They played like babies, man. I'm sure kids would have showed more heart, really and truly. It's being too kind. I think it's one of them where if I was a United player, it's easy for me to say, but don't come out and say nothing. There's no need to come out and say they're sorry and all of those sort of things. But if United get a serious manager, they're back in top four. But at the same time, you know, this, these players have a lot of bad habits. You know, they can bring in a magic man, but they're going to need to get to work and get to work quickly, if I'm honest with you. Interesting comments, people. Keep them coming. Leeds are going to be a tough one for us tomorrow. Slightly worried. So am I. Because sometimes when you're doing poor in the league, the cup, the cup can be somewhere where, you know, it, it provides some good times and things like that, if I'm honest with you. So, yeah, man, Chelsea ran riot, you know, hat-trick from Mason Mount. I told you lot, Mount's a good player. You know, it's nice for him to get a little bit of haters off his back. The critics will say you've done it against the bottom team, but Premier League is Premier League, really and truly. Um, so, yeah, man, I wonder how far Levermento is from getting the England call-up, if I'm honest with you. Probably a long way away away because, you know, you've got Trent, you've got Reese James. You know, I would love to see who, which one Chelsea signed back as well, because surely you can't sign Lamptey and Livermento and have Reese James. There actually is a reality where they could play there because Reese James could play in a couple of roles. But yeah, man, and I mean, Chelsea, everyone's everywhere in the league. You've got Declan Rice, you know, you've got Borgia there, you know, you've got El everywhere, everywhere. Chuck Gallagher's there, you've got all heap of players, Billy Gilmore, who couldn't play this week, but hasn't been doing the best, hasn't had the best of time um, at, at, at Norwich. Um, obviously, my week is always great when United lose. It's always better when Spurs lose as well. West Ham did what they needed to do. I felt West Ham should have scored more. I don't think they created much quality chances and didn't necessarily take the opportunities they had. Other than that, I think the difference in from the start to finish by West Ham and Spurs was different. You know, West Ham looked like a team that was ultimately galvanised, looked like they wanted to win, looked like the, the coach has been working on something in the training ground. For Spurs, Emerson Royal, terrible. I think Skip was one of their best players and he's trying to get on the end of crosses, which tells you it all. Hoiberg, not good enough. You know, Mora, not quite there. Son, not there. Kane, that marking on, on Antonio for the goal. I don't know if if it's zonal marking, then I'll give Kane the luxury, but it looks like man marking and Kane's done very poor on Antonio. He's not even trying. He's caught flat-footed. And I would say for Nuno, I'm no football manager, but you always told strikers should never mark strikers. So if that is man marking, you saw why. It just doesn't look like how Spurs now they're scoring goals. The lack of creativity is going to kill Nuno at Spurs. For him to come out and say they were the better team, he's smoking moon rocks. You know, again, Spurs are not looking. They don't even break with the same intensity. Again, it's just a shambles where Spurs are concerned. But West Ham, they did their thing, man. Bowen was at it. It's fantastic cross from Questwell. He looked like he was making things happen all game. So it was one of it's 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 one of them ones really. You know, there's just a serious goal goal golfing class. It's absolute, it's absolute mazes, really, where everything's concerned. Absolute mazes. But boy, 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 boy. Like, what more are you going to say, eh? There's actually, absolutely, sometimes there's nothing you can say. If you watch the game, you, you saw it, people. If you watched any of the Premier League football this week, you lot saw it. So, yeah, am I missing anything else out where the Premier League is concerned? I don't think I, I, don't think I am, people. So, once again... 
Leicester 2, Brentford 1, West Ham 1, Tottenham 0, United 0, Liverpool 5, Chelsea 7, Norwich 0, 1-1 between Palace um, and Newcastle, Wolves and Leeds drew 1-1, Southampton and Burnley drew 2-2, Watford came from behind to win 5 goals to 2 against Everton, Manchester City 4, Brighton 1, folks. And obviously Arsenal beat Aston Villa where I've done my reviews and whatnot, so I won't go over the game again. Now for me... The one thing I would say is, we, you know, we've played another team that's not in good form. You know, it'd be different if Villa were flying as high. I can't keep talking about the other opposition because like when we played Spurs, we're not accountable for that, people. But I just think, you know, Palace have been getting plaudits. Brentford, Brighton were, and we, and you know, Brentford came up buzzing, and these sort of tests we haven't done it. We've struck in against a poor, poor Spurs team where credit where due, we did our thing really and truly. Where form was out the window prior prior to a North London derby, we did what we needed to do against Villa. You know, again, team didn't test us defensively, and when they, when they did, and you know, Lacazette came off, and we stopped marking Douglas cost Douglas Louise. We conceded a cheap goal. Cheap goals are going to be Arsenal's theme. And yeah, it is what it is. But by Arsenal standards, that's probably our second best, if not the best game we've played this season, give or take a game with the same scoreline against Spurs. We attacked with intent. You know, the 4-4-2 worked and the partnerships, that was a byproduct of such. For me, Smith-Rowe and Tavares down the left. Obviously, the two midfielders in Lokonga and Partey done well. Partey obviously grabbed the goal. Ben White charging out from the back. Gabriel pocketing Watkins and, and, and Danny Ings. Um, you know, Ramsdale bellowing instructions. Tommy Asu trying to get forward. You know, Tavares taking his opportunity. Lacazette working very hard. Probably the man of the match for me. Um, Smith-Rowe got a goal and, and obviously did his thing. So you can't probably not allow him, but not deny him. But man to a man, everybody did well. You know, obviously a bit of fortune with that pen and when it came and things like that. Lovely dark horse from Laka. We did what we needed to do. I would have loved to have kept, kept a clean sheet. You know, we did what we needed to do. And it was one of the rare games where I'd say, by Arsenal standards, everything seemed to work perfectly. But the problem is, I don't know what Arsenal is going to turn up against Leeds in the Cup. I don't know what Arsenal is going to play Leicester. And this is the thing. If you go on the previous two games, Arsenal, it was all doom and gloom. Now it's all amazing. You need to keep balance. Arsenal's season is going to be this, in my opinion. This is why I don't think we're getting Europe and them things there because we're still not managing the game well for me. We're still trying to, we either fling forward for, try to fling forward for 90 minutes or we're, we're quite passive. We don't understand when we're getting tired, when to kind of stop this. You know, I did think, you know, Lacazette and Aubameyang does unbalance the team on occasions, but in this game it works, man. So I can't really say anything really and truly. As I said, please make sure you're all there at 11.30, folks. Um, Again, make sure you're setting your reminders and whatnot if you can't be there. And just do what you can for the engagement by hitting the YouTube like button, people. I'll drop the link in there again. Um, it's all, it's all, it's all mad. What else are you lot saying, folks? Absolutely, absolutely brazy. And, and just so we're keeping up, up to up to task with things, should we actually make sure we're doing these? We're doing these timestamps. Where is the timestamps? Sorry, folks. I'm just caring about those of you who are going to be watching this. On another occasion, let's say 10 minutes to 49. Rob, where have we been waffling for time about these things? Well, man, Tavares did his thing, but he weren't he weren't asked any questions. That's why he's calm. We got panned blood and it was expected. Blind leading the blindness, a hot mess. Facts. Nuno is as clueless as Oli from what I saw on the pitch and in interviews. I'd agree. Livermental much more likely than Lamptey. I would say that as well. Yeah, you've got to put a Norwich tax. They were bottom, but Banter aside, they slaughtered them and they're in it. So what could you what can you say, people? Um, I hope you all saw the other football where it's concerned, where where Europe is con Europe is concerned, folks. Again, um El Clasico, Real Madrid won two goals to one. You know, I believe Alaba and I can't remember who scored. Alaba and someone else scored. I can actually check that check that for you. But yeah, better result than I than I than I thought um from from Barcelona. I thought Real Madrid was gonna wipe wipe the floor with them. And they kind of did in aspects, you know, it was a good counter-attacking move, which led to Alaba's goal. Um, there was two goals in the last 90 minutes, people, in the last ad bits of added on time, sorry, um, from Vasquez. Like, I, I thought Vasquez scored. So, yeah, Vasquez and, and Alaba and Aguero scored. 
you know, Barcelona were poor in it. They were outclassed, out-dominated, outmatched. You know, Real Madrid had 10 shots, five on target. You know, Barca had more possession, but they only had two shots on target and dismissed a simple one-on-one. The ability is not there. The young players are not guided by the necessary quality. You know, you've got a blind, you've got the blind leading the blind in that regards where Ronald Koeman is, is concerned. I'm not going to lie, I almost feel sorry for Ronald Koeman, not because of the, the critics, you get it, but, you know, this is a man that won them their first European title as a player. I'm sure I could be wrong. And just from a human point of view, you look at this video, people, you know, this is Ronald Koeman driving yard. And again, you know, football can become quite unsafe. Surely there's a duty of care by Barcelona and, well, just Barcelona. To, like, how is your, he's a human being, isn't it? Like, you're, you're, you're leading man to a Mazzolini out there, really. Like, that's all mad. Like, that's all, that's all mad, um, really. Almost as big a problem as the French football fans, really. I know I watch PSG versus Marseille. Fans are stopping counterattacks and that. Every week there seems to be a madness where French fans are concerned in Liga. Um, shout out to Saliba for them vital tackles and all those things. I think people are slightly over-sensationalising the performance of Saliba against PSG. But at the end of the day, if you keep a clean sheet against, you know, Neymar, Messi and these things, then it, and Mbappe and make that good tackle, then it's fair play. But it was poor where Bars is concerned. I think Jose Mourinho and... Um, Spalletti was sent off in the one in the nil-nil draw, sorry, where Roma and Napoli are concerned. So that's El Clasico, that's that. Uh, you know, Juventus, courtesy of a penalty via Dybala, you know, they drew against um, Inter Milan as well. Um, not sure on, I, I think Van Bommel was sacked by Wolfsburg, not sure on why or the result. I just saw that and it counts in terms of Europe. Um, in terms of other, in terms of the other action, you know, Ajax won 5-0 against PSV. So they did what they did against Dortmund to them and there. Roma and Napoli, nil-nil, as I said. Um, I didn't watch it, but Atletico and Sociedad was 2-2. I'm going to watch the highlights. I'm pretty sure Luis Suarez got a brace or did some sort of madness. So it was all popping off this week in football. It's very much a good day for football where football is concerned, people. So that's 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 my my two pence on 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 European football. Um I'm, a lot David Beckham has been catching a lot of heat as well folks. Obviously he's been unveiled as some sort of um advisor in relation to Qatar and whatnot and obviously he works with UNICEF and there's talks of human rights issues around Dubai and things. It's a bit like a conflict of interest and he's seen for what he probably is like a lot of these celebs. They're just in it for the money and their brand really and truly um in which David Beckham is. And but he's I won't read the article but he's getting a, he's getting a, he's getting a, he's getting a lot of heat. As you lot can see, why has David Beckham turned a blind eye to racism, misogyny, and homophobia in Qatar? But it could be his secret 10 million deal to plug its World Cup. So again, he's he's expected to be paid in excess of 10 million to create the promo. I saw another article say he's getting about a hundred. So again, money is king. Man are not going to turn turn down money. And for David, who claims to be the Messiah, where it comes to feeding the kids, he's always at the, the soccer raids and things. It is a direct conflict of interest. But what I would say in David Beckham's defense, it's no different from the people condemning him. You know, I'm not saying it's the same thing. It's completely different. But if we're going to go down the ethics route, then I don't think any of us has any right to complain at anyone if we're using iPhones and and all of these things in the countries that are quite quite frankly quite frankly ransacked for these sort of things in relation to colonization and and things like that. If we're gonna do the moral police, it comes down to the way the damn way we're all eating and all those sort of things. So David Beckham has caught some heat for that, and it's well deserved, really. But I'd say everybody's a bloody hypocrite. Everyone wants to be Mother Teresa, in it, really. So that's that. Is there any transfer news? We might as well look at one, two transfer bits and pieces, transfer bits and pieces as well, folks. Um, see what the transfer columns them are saying. Where is my article of that? Um, let's actually let me share my screen. Let's actually refresh goal.com. Apparently, Rüdiger in talks with Man City, Tottenham, and Juventus. Raw. And now, apparently, Salah wants 500k a week at Liverpool. Rüdiger's in talks with Man City, Tottenham and Juventus. And I think, you know, I'd be looking to go Juventus. I wouldn't say no, wouldn't say no at all to, um, wouldn't say no at all to Man City, Tottenham. I don't know. Maybe he wants to stay in London. Maybe there's a fat sell-on clause there as well. Um, apparently, a number of clubs are tracking Andre Starr and Gilo Fugini. Decent 25-year-old, to be fair with you. Uh, Pep Guardiola's Ian Zakaria on a free transfer. Who Real also want 
Apparently, Salah now wants 500k a week. So, again, that's probably a bit unrealistic for Liverpool and not advisable. You know, to be honest with you, they could probably afford to... I know they don't want to, but they could run Mo Salah's contract down, really. Apparently, there's interest from Real Madrid. Now, Real Madrid going to have money to get Mbappe on a free transfer with that signing on fee. Bring in Salah, get Pogba on a free transfer commit um you know um you know and do all the other things they're doing with still hazard in these players on the books i don't know people but apparently hasala you know we've seen salah's article where he said he wants to stay it's down to the club so it is what it is it's down to them to make something happen everton and west ham are eyeing inter milan's ivan perisic 32 year old apparently marcelo has told real madrid he's leaving at the end of the season he's planning to return to brazil with fluminese you know, he's had a great career, really, truly, so he can leave with his head held high. Apparently, you know, Jose Mourinho wants to bring Danny Ceballos to Roma. Boy, probably get him on loan, and that probably means no Xhaka. We've spoken about Rudiger. Apparently, he's in talks with those clubs. Is on, Trevor Chalaba is on the verge of signing the new deal for Chelsea. Uh, Isco is a target of Everton and Leicester. Barcelona apparently have decided to sell Sergio Desway. I think that's a bit harsh, but I don't think he's levels. I don't think he's good really like that. I think he's just calm, steady Eddie, but things can change, really. Let me see what's going on. Apparently, David Moyes has warned that any club would have to pay over 100 million to stand any chance of signing Declan Rice. Don't get twisted. Declan Rice is an amazing footballer, but I mean, come on now. If we're in that territory, we're moving a bit mad, really. What's he doing for 100 mil? He's definitely a different player for West Ham, I feel, than he is for England, but 100 million. I know football, and it's not just him, you know, a couple people have gone for big sums and not been worth it. So it is what it is. And he's got the English premium and that. But 100 mil, man, are moving mad. Apparently, um, and Dombile says a crisis meeting with Daniel Levy saved his Tottenham career. Let me see what that article is saying, people. Um, he said he's a fighter. You know, still not justified the 65 million price tag. He said, if a chairman is seeing something that he's not happy with, it's normal that he wants to speak to the player about it. It was a good meeting. I listened to what he had to say and he listened to me. Yeah, perhaps if I'm still at Tottenham today, it's thanks to that meeting. He also says that um, Musa Sissoko helped him as well. He said, I'm a fighter. I've always thought I'm here today because I thought, are you a fighter? Or if you, you just didn't get the move. He said, I've, not, I've never given up in football or in life. He said, I'm not sure if it was my best performance against Newcastle, but it's true that it was a good match for me against Newcastle and a good match for the team. Apparently, he said, I'm happy for people to tell the truth like that about me, that type of management. I'm fine. He spoke about Jose Mourinho. He said, Jose Mourinho is a bit harder than, than Nuno Espirito Santo. I don't care that much to read it for you guys, people. Um, so it is what it is. What else is going on? Frank Kessier, apparently AC Milan have open contractual talks. Bit concerning for for Paul Pogba and 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 well, not concerning for Paul Pogba, Mino, Rinola, or anybody really. But apparently, when you look at it, you know Madrid alert with Pogba. Apparently, talks will be had over his contract in April. Now that's a bit scary if you're a United fan. If Real Madrid want Paul Pogba, Man United will not get in the way. The English club is making moves to prevent the Frenchman from leaving for free in June. The option to sign him that the white club contemplates, as reported by AS on the 13th. Real Madrid have activated their interest. This is clearly Google Translate, folks. Apparently, it will not be easy, firstly, because the feedback United has received from Mino Rinola's agent is that it will not be until April that they will discuss the future of the international. And considering it's a World Cup year, the age Pogba's at, who Pogba is, and how United you know, still have to go through January and things, it's quite scary, people. Apparently, you know, obviously now, you know, at the start of, you know, the season, Pogba probably was going to stay if things working, but he's been dropped in the last two games. I don't know if it's to do with that or his comments about not necessarily Oli, but needing to do better when they lost to Leicester. But apparently Pogba begins to feel uncomfortable. Pogba is a problem because his coach does not trust him. Um, apparently it's a role that does, you know, his role that Pogba is playing doesn't convince him. So, yeah, there's... You know, there'll be a fight to hold on to Pogba where Man United are concerned, folks, if you believe the daily transfer columns. So it is, well, it is where that's concerned. Apparently, Newcastle want to bring um, Ten Hag in as their, as their manager. You're seeing what he's doing at Ajax. Surely, he, I know the money you might be able to get to spend at Newcastle and the law would be good, but surely you've got something good there at Ajax at this moment in time. Surely you'd want to see it through to the end of the season. And I know they want to bring in Overmars as a... As a um, 
technical director Anton Hag, that would be a step in the right direction, people. That's almost bringing in people, the right people off the field is almost important as signing these star players on it. So it's an interesting one that they're going to have to consider, folks. Very, very interesting one. Um, what should we call that? Rudiger. Off the United contract talks. Well, except we got Madrid want to sign a seller. Ridiger in City slash Juventus talks. So that will make up the transfer stuff. As I said, make sure you're here at eleven thirty, folks. Um, what else are you saying? Stay up to date with DJ when he goes live. Make sure you follow him on Twitch. DG, have you seen the Saliba tackle against Mbappe? Yeah, everyone and their nans wanking over it, man. Is that got two goals, a goal and assist? To be honest, Barca fans moving like us after Chelsea defeat. To be fair with you, I'm not going to lie. Them Madrid and Barca fans, they move mad. They don't really tolerate it. Jose is trying to get the Newcastle job. About six managers got sent off in Italy on the weekend. Must be sat in the water, man. Vin Vinicius Jr., he's coming to the fray, man. You're right. You know, Minguesa got pumped. You're right. But to be fair, this is where you look at you look at Ronald Koeman, the Dynamo Kiev game. He looked like someone tactically don't know what he's doing, playing Destin that for, for a further role. You know, Minguesa is going to struggle. He's, you know, he's a centre-back, probably putting in the shift that right-back. You know he's going to struggle. So you're setting up your team for failures, man. Just join, big up DG. Just join the stream. What's going on? It's calm, bro. I mean, you know, we spoke about the Premier League. We've touched on what's going on in Europe. We've touched on David Becker. We've closed up with some transfer stuff and whatnot. Um, it's always a, a pleasure being here. Imagine the scenes: Overmars, Ten Hag, Anthony, Anthony, Gravenbech, all to New, all to Newcastle, bro. That 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 could be a Mazza, really and truly, and that's something to put in the in the timestamps. Ten Hag to Newcastle. Slash Overmars. No, big up the YouTube gang is going to watch this. Haven't really watched PSG in the league, but they seem to struggle with Messi, Neymar and Mbappe. Is it the way Poch sets up? I think it's the way Poch is managing full stop. Like, they're not creating chances. Every game is a slugfest. Agent talk about Rüdiger surely. Agent pushing the names of clubs, probably for a bigger offer from Chelsea. But I think there is legit interest from Juventus. And I think we're, uh, Bayern Munich were onto him. I think he's thrown in City. But you're right, man. It wouldn't, you know, any good agent should be doing that, man. Rice is supposed to be cheap. Facts, fam. It's a Mazza, man. It's an absolute, it's a Mazza, really, like, when you deep it, man. You know, it's been a good week of football and it's due to be an even better week of football to come as well, man. Really. Pardon me. What else is going on where football's concerned? Let me go on a couple other one, two websites. Normally in the morning, my first port of call for you guys is the Athletic, man. Where is it? And it's almost, I completely forgot Sal was a Chelsea player. I've just seen him come up on screen. Apparently, for what it's worth, Barcelona have condemned the violent and disdainful scenes that head coach Ronald Koeman faced following the defeat on Sunday afternoon. Obviously, we just looked at the video where madness was happening. Apparently, FC Barcelona publicly condemns the violence and disdainful acts that our manager experienced when leaving the Camp Nou. The club will take security and disciplinary measures so that unfortunate events do not happen again. And I mean, nobody could read the room. No one that does this sort of stuff would have thought something would happen. I'm sure it's not the first or the last time that some fans have done that sort of stuff, people. So it's a bit mad. And I don't know how Ronald Koeman comes back from this anyways. And I have to blame Barca because the man's not cut up the task. Just let him go, man. And as I said, David Beckham has been urged to focus on human rights abuses in his Qatar ambassador role, people. As you lot know, early on Sunday, it was reported that Beckham had agreed to become an ambassador for Qatar. That will see him be the face of next year's World Cup. And that will probably help a lot of investment within that country, people. You know, so again, it doesn't matter because none of it is salary first, conscience later, where that's concerned. Apparently, Newcastle have backtracked. Apologies, people. Newcastle backtrack on requests for fans to avoid cultural inspired clothing. Apparently, Newcastle have released a statement which clarifies that fans are allowed to wear culturally inspired clothing at their football matches. And I think, obviously, I can't, you know, I think we're getting into a very, we are in a very dangerous game of society where racism and things are concerned and what is racist and what's not. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but yeah, it is what it is where that is concerned, folks. 
So, yeah, not too much affecting the world of football, man. Really. So, on that note, I'm going to close up, people. I'm going to give you lot a couple of moments rest, let you lot get prepared and whatnot for the 11.30 live stream. Like I said, 11.30 on, 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 on YouTube will we'll focus on Martinelli, um, Arsenal leads, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Saliba and all of those sort of things. So, yeah, make sure you're all there for that one, dear folks. But, yeah, man, I'm going to do exactly what I said and let you lot get out of here and prepare for that, people. So, yeah, make sure you're following. It's been a fantastic opening hour and whatnot. Tomorrow I'll be live at 10 a.m. on Twitch at the same time. After this, well, we go over to 11.30 on YouTube. After that, people, I'm going to be on Twitch at 4 p.m. where we'll be playing Football Manager 2022 or better yet, the beta. So, yeah, make sure you join me for that. On that note, though, stay safe. Hope you've all had a good morning. Hope you, you know, you all attack this week um, more aggressively and reach your goals, hopes, dreams and aspirations. Um, yeah, make sure you're checking out the schedule because that's where all the content you're going to find everything. Like I said, tomorrow, 10 a.m., same time. Uh, I think on Wednesday, West Ham versus Arsenal on YouTube. Arsenal watch along tomorrow on YouTube, people, an hour before kickoff. Um, Wednesday, West Ham versus Man City, Cat Yarabal Cup. I'm going to be doing that on Twitch. And then as we move towards the weekend, you've got Spurs, Tottenham, and you've got, uh, well, Spurs, Man, Man United, sorry, and before that, Arsenal, Leicester. So there'll be some content and bits and pieces for you lot to see. So on that note, you lot stay blessed. See you shortly, Josh. Big up you as well, Ak. Stay safe, stay blessed. I'll see you lot in a peace, man. One love to everyone supporting the YouTube and the Twitch. I'm out. <laughs>